You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ, amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Brisbane and beyond. Hello, hello, you're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ, all about amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Mianjin and beyond. My name is Ez, I use he, him pronouns. My name is Sev, I use he and they pronouns. Uh, how you doing, Sev? Oh, look, pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah? Surprisingly upright for this early in the morning, considering I'm a drag club night owl. Yes, you are a drag club night <laughs> owl. Look, they put the trans show on in the morning, right? I didn't really get a lot of say. <laughs> it's, it's like, yes, I'm a morning person, but most most um, queer and trans folk I know are like up pretty late. Yeah, you well, know. The, how else are we going to spend all our time reading and writing fantasy novels and playing video games? <laughs> Having a chronically online life <laughs> is up at night, right? <laughs> Gosh, Ian, programming coordinator, sort that out. You know, <laughs> make it later in the day. Uh, anyway, transmission today. We're talking about trans representation. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, maybe some video gaming stuff. A little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have. You know, you may know me from Zed Games. I did a lot of gaming things for for Triple Z, and uh, we're talking about trans representation. So that's going to link in with you know video games, trans representation, and Seb's also going to be chatting about some of their favorite experiences at the moment with some online with some. TV series and stuff as well? Yeah, lots of incredible non-binary and trans actors absolutely killing it in mainstream spaces right now, but some weird discourse in the mainstream press around it, so just <laughs> looking at trans excellence and then uh, critiquing some of the ways in which we as a you know general populace respond to trans people <laughs> doing <laughs> brilliantly in the world. What are you... <laughs> Anyway, sorry, that was a bit of an overreaction. Uh, <laughs> oh, just you wait. Yeah, oh no. That's going to be a good episode today. Uh, but usually before we, you know, do uh, the general segments of the show and get into some chit-chat, we've got the Week in Community events. So I'll start off with uh, Queensland Council uh, Visibility Queensland in Toowoomba. So this will be out Toowoomba. We don't know the exact location yet, but on Thursday the 23rd of February at 10am till 3pm, be seen, be heard, be a part of shaping a future for our LGBTQIA+, sister girl and brother boy communities here in Queensland. Draw, write, sing, paint, dance, talk your life into the stories that will shape the future 10 years of our queer communities in Queensland. There are a number of key strategies across ageing, women's health and mental health that are being discussed this year with actions being put into place that will take us through to the next decade. We want you to come and help us shape these strategies by talking us through what day-to-day life looks like for you. What helps, what doesn't. All experiences are important in shaping responses that will change our futures for the better. Um, I actually attended this event when they had the Brisbane-based one in uh, Helen Street uh, in Tenerife, which is where uh, Queensland uh, Queensland Council are now. And uh, it was it was a really great day. It was like five hours of us brainstorming ways that mental health, Queensland mental health, the actual government organisation, in case you're wondering, <laughs> um, actually came and listened to a lot of our concerns, what we need, um, what 
what things are not working and what things we would like. Um, there was a huge like brainstorming session. We broke up into groups. Uh, SAS, the community engagement, I mean, not community engagement, that's me. The sponsorship coordinator for Triple Z was also there with me. And so we had a really great time. Um, there was also like some food and drink provided. Um, yeah, so if you're in Toowoomba, uh, please go along to that because all this stuff is about collecting data and information that will hopefully, hopefully inform the Queensland mental health on better ways to give us support as LGBTQI plus people, particularly the trans folks. So yeah, um, you should take a look at that. It is on Thursday, the 23rd of February, 10 a.m. I will pop a link up on the Transmission Facebook page at Trans Radio with a Z, and you can take a look at it there. Coming up on Saturday, the 25th of February in Wynn Lane, we have Q Night, the Mardi Gras edition. So this is Q Night at Quiver, built for comfort, curiosity, questions and queers. Q's it's Mardi Gras, and what better way to celebrate than together? Our classic slogan, don't sit on your couch, sit on ours, doesn't mean you get to miss all the fashion on the field. We'll roll out our telly so we can watch the Sydney Mardi Gras 45th anniversary as one. So this is Win Lane, Saturday 25th of February from 5pm. It's free entry, but it is an 18 plus event. Uh, you can register via the ticket link for a free RSVP. Let's kick off at 5 again. And there is facilitated mingling at 6pm and at 8pm. Uh, it's an outdoor laneway with DJs from 9 till midnight. Also coming up, and of, uh, <laughs> maybe some particular interest to our uh, gaming nerds amongst us, uh, on Friday, March 10th from 7pm at Backdock Arts in Fortitude Valley, we have the Heel Fire Club presents the Super Mario Party. Yoo-hoo! Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> when your favourite characters from the Mushroom Kingdom get together for an all-out celebration in honour of their favourite Italian plumber, featuring a collection of mansions, amazing burlesque and drag artists. So doors are open from 7pm for a 7.30 show. It's 18 plus event. Tickets are $30 plus booking fee. Uh, there's best dress prizes. There's games. And I can give you a little sneak peek now that there might be a certain Lord Severus performing. Uh-oh. I uh, might be representing uh, what I think to be a truly uh, trans mask icon of representation in video games <laughs> because he's shorter than all his friends and looks really spiffy in a vest. Uh, so I will be doing a uh, drag homage to Toad at Super Mario Party. <laughs> nice. I would love to see you all there. So yeah, that's Backdog Arts. Heel Fire Club presents Super Mario Party on uh, Friday, March 10th. I'm so excited. I was like, I when you put that up and we were like, oh, we're going to talk about video games. I've got to talk about this event because um, yeah, want, I want people to go to that. Also, uh, Mario is just like uh, such a classic icon and to like have a classic gaming icon, but it's so cool that we get that you're taking that, taking that, um, I guess, aesthetic and that na- that part of Nintendo and then like being like, how can we dragify this? I mean, like Waluigi <laughs> and Wario like already have such drag king energy anyway. It's so true. <laughs> Princess Peach is great as well. So I don't know if you've, if, if anyone's doing a Princess Peach. Oh, you know it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, March 10th from 7 p.m. Friday, Backdock Arts. Um, we've also got, in that same week, uh, we did mention it in a previous episode uh, of Transmission, but I'll mention it again. Uh, the far, uh, Fight the Right protest the speaking tour of right-wing UK transphobe Kelly Jane Keane, a.k.a. Posey Parker. Blech. That's on, uh, yeah... Uh, the exact location is still to be arranged. It's Sunday, 12th of March from 3 p.m. Um, if you don't know much about Kelly J. Keene, um, you can Google her. Um, she's a loud and proud turf. She'll happily self-identify as that. Um, and she's also, like, you know, 
there's a lot of the far right are using transphobia to build support and activists like Keener aim to help link uh, far right uh, far right people with anti-trans feminist groups. Um, so if you want to protest that, I do. Um, that will be Sunday, March 12th uh, on th- at 3 p.m. The exact location is not set yet, but it will be in the Brisbane CBD. So, yeah, we'll keep you updated on that one there. Um, Please also, this is one of those occasions where allies are incredibly important. Yes. Um, people in force, in numbers, showing support and that we won't tolerate this kind of nonsense and disgusting rhetoric. Yeah. Um, allies, this is your time to show up for us. So uh, Sunday, March 12th, 3 p.m. Yeah, we'll put the link put the link up on the Transmission Facebook page as well, at Trans Radio with a Z. Um, you can take a look at the... That way you can keep updated with the exact location as well. Uh, we're going to listen to some music um, kind of in line with the uh, uh, FU transphobes uh, rhetoric. Amplifying the voices of the trans and gender non-conforming community of Mianjin, Brisbane and beyond. Transmission on 4ZZZ brings you the latest in trans community news, music and events. Every Tuesday from 9am till 10am. Join our team of hosts for an hour of celebrating the unique perspectives of the trans community. Transmission, Tuesday mornings from 9am till 10am on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez, I use he, him pronouns. My name is Sev, I use he, they pronouns. And you're listening to Transmission on 4 Triple Z. Uh, yeah, it is like it's not, the weather's not too bad. I mean, the sun's kind of melty on the skin, but otherwise it's good. Uh, <laughs> so just one more month of summer, we can get through it. We can do it. Uh, like We're really close now, actually. What was it, the 21st? I'm dating the episode now. Uh, <laughs> the 21st. What, we've only got like another month, week? Anyway, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. Let's talk about trans representation in in TV and film. Sev, what have you got? Well, look, I want to start out. This isn't really about trans representation, but it is about trans and non-binary people living their best lives, a thing that I'm 100% here for. Yo. A thing that I find really interesting how quickly the public discourse kind of observes and shifts and changes that... I'm really loving this current moment. I'm a giant nerd, as most people who have ever encountered me will be able to smell from a mile off. (laughs) Um, You know, huge love of fantasy, sci-fi, you know, those properties in in TV, movie and games. Um, To be in a place right now where you have two massive, massive properties, we're talking uh, House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones spinoff, uh, where Princess Rhaenyra is played by Emma Darcy, um, who is non-binary and uses they/them pronouns, um, but also we've got Bella Ramsey playing Ellie in the Last of Us TV show, um, which I am soaking up all of right now because yeah, the show is d- d- divine. Um, but watching powerful, powerful performances come out of these incredible actors, um, and then hearing the way they interview and talk about the experiences, challenges, and joy and excitement that come out of playing strong women characters because that's an expression of their artistic flexibility, because that's an ability for them to explore themselves and their relationship with ideas of power and gender and femininity from a comfortable position of being out and non-binary, I think is opening up some really cool discussions for people to observe... Maybe the complexities of non-binary identities. I think it's one of the harder things for um, cis people on the outside who don't have much uh, you know, connection with trans and non-binary people. I found it was one of the harder things to explain. Mm. 
me personally, I remember when I, you know, switched from using they, them pronouns to asking people to use he, they pronouns, the number of predominantly older, but not entirely, um, cis people in my life who are like, oh, thank you. That I can do. That's a lot easier right. for me. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm not saying that's not part of one of the reasons why I expanded my pronoun use. I mean, I'm down with all the gender clowning. Like, it's, yeah, that's yeah. just my life. But I did find that some people were still not capable of having understanding of what non-gendered or multi-gendered or gender fluid or non-binary could look like because it's so far out of their experiences of gender. When you've been raised on like, you know, blue is this and pink is this and those are the two things, full stop, the end. Anything that like changes that, it's like, what do you mean there's not two? There's like many? People are like, what? You can't just do that? Well, no, we can do that. In fact, it's been happening this whole time. You've just been... Society's brainwashed, um, you know, predominantly by white colonizers, um, you know, and that's how that works. So it's, but I also from like an acting perspective, when I think about non-binary actors and how so many uh, exist, whether they're out or not, you know, um, they're there, um, is, ah, oh gosh, who plays Kai in Grey's Anatomy? Um, I cannot remember their name right now, but they're they're like six foot and gorgeous, um, and they play also a non-binary character. So it's a non-binary actor playing a non-binary um, character, and it's really fantastic the way that Grey's Anatomy Grey's Anatomy have implemented this character without making a big deal out of it. They use they them pronouns effortlessly, all characters and so on. And I just find it really interesting that it must be from a non-binary perspective as well that. When you're questioning your identity and you're trying to figure out where you fit in the world, before you have this realization that you are non-binary, you're literally acting anyway. You're acting out femininity and you're acting out masculinity and you're trying to figure out what fits and what doesn't. And when the reality sets in that neither of them actually fit, but they both maybe exist at the same time in different ways, then the ability to act and perform skyrockets. And I think non-binary people have the propensity to actually be better actors than any other kind of actor. For characters of all genders. Yes, Because of that understanding, that experimentation and all of that life experience put into breaking down what elements of femininity, masculinity, non-gendered experience look like and reconstructing them in a way that you understand personally for yourself also means having these big piles of things that didn't work for you, but you have a nuanced understanding of. Absolutely. It's also like, it's really incredible to see, you know, I also think that non-binary actors and probably even women actors probably can play men better than men uh, if we were actually to have the chance and the opportunity to create that kind of media. I would be into that. Well, this is one of those discussions that I then find really interesting, right? Obviously, I will always back trans characters being played by trans actors uh, just because trans actors deserve roles for themselves and to represent themselves, to represent ourselves. Um, But also just, like, there's not enough work for trans actors, so obviously give trans people trans roles. But I do love the freedom in art, in acting, in expression to explore yourself, to explore more. Mm. And I would love to see more cis women playing cis men characters. Oh my gosh, I would love that. I would love that. I want to see this. Also, you know, you don't know what you look like from the outside. People can perceive things differently, pick up different things, you know, um, and that's really fascinating. I mean, you know, uh, there's so, there's no right or wrong way to do art. And it's just like, people keep forgetting that. I feel like people forget that all the time. There's no right or wrong way to make anything. And there's something about authenticity in um, performance that the thing that really gets me, I just 
just to gush about the Last of Us TV show <laughs> do it, do it, for do it. a few minutes. <laughs> One of the things I really appreciate about Ellie, the character, I'm canonically queer, if everyone is aware, sorry if that's Last of Us game spoilers for you, but, you know. Damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but Bella Ramsey plays this character with such a just innate sense of just doing their thing to survive that the character feels lived in and innately queer in a non-defined way. Um, it, For me, observing Bella playing Ellie, I don't really have a sense of the character's gender or the character's sexuality, just that this is a young person going through literally the worst possible circumstance. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, and trying to survive. It's a, it's a great survival video game with, like, and it's and the TV series is fan. also I love Pedro Pascal who who is uh, who plays Ellie's uh, like a parental figure. I'm not going to give away much on what's happening because I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. But Pedro but, Pascal oh by God, the I end of the him. by the end of the decade will be playing every paternal figure in a sci-fi <laughs> franchise. I mean, so. I hope so. He's just gorgeous. Oh, it's just spectacular. <laughs> oh, and a fierce trans ally. Let's yes. remember. <laughs> yeah, and also he played what was a, a bisexual man. In Game of Thrones as well, which we was actually, controversial at the time. Yeah, it, it's not called Game of Thrones. It's called the Oberon Martell show. Sorry. And bad. then very, very later on, <laughs> it's called the Leanna Mormont show. Yes. Leanna Mormont, also played by Bella Ramsey. Uh, not to be confused with the Ramseys that are in uh, uh, the, the TV shit. <laughs> no, different, different vibes. Um, yeah, just throwing people out now. But we also, so with trans representation and film and actors and how people are perceiving things weird, we just, uh, Sev came in this morning in the studio and was telling me about how the Brit Awards uh, decided to, uh, didn't they just like remove gender and have like a gender neutral category <sighs> so, or yeah, something? Yeah, this is rad. Uh, like it was a year or two ago, um, the Brit Awards decided it was going to remove gendered categories from its Artist of the Year Award, which, in theory, I fully support. Uh-huh. However... Except for... <laughs> obviously, we don't live in the ideal world that I imagine, or my sweet little queer bubble where everybody has a fair everybody go. gets it. Um, <laughs> and this year at the Brit Awards, considering they have removed gendered uh, award titles, every single person nominated for Artist of the Year was a cis man. <laughs> Yeah. Every single one. And this we, year's Artists of the Year nominees are all men. Harry Styles, George Ezra, rappers Stormzy and Central C, and DJ. I, I, don't, I don't even know half these people because I don't dial into like mainstream pop culture very often. I listen to 4 Triple Z. So should you. So um, should you. But this, <laughs> this is what goes me, though, because I would love, you know, seeing these incredible performances and these very high-profile properties at the moment... Um, I think we we should be talking about a, a mix category. I think we should be talking about, you know, if we're going to have a, a best woman actor and a best man actor, we're going to have a best non-binary actor yes. and musician and yes. artist. Um, I I am open to the conversations that are like, okay, well, let's let's remove all gender from category and just talk about artistic merit. But I don't think we live in that world where there is an even playing field. I no, think women's categories existed in order to highlight the incredible work women were doing in the field, but were always being overlooked because of the contributions and, you know, worship of men in the industry. Uh, I don't think taking, firstly, awards away from women <laughs> is the solution to this. And none of this is highlighting <laughs> not. trans and non-binary contributions to art either. So it's not working. 
you know, I, I'm very here for discussions about the fact that we can't actually move everything so quickly as to remove the fact I, that this is a thing that needs consideration. It's probably better if they actually create more categories uh, than, the, than it is to, like, reduce it down I as well. I was saying this recently about, um, you know, there's a, there's a national burlesque competition that recently removed its gendered categories and uh, changed to a mixed title and the winner can choose Mr. Mix or Miss. Um, and there have been discussions about how this going forth in leather pageantry and stuff as well recently. And I don't know, maybe it's the drag performer in me, but more pageantry, better. <laughs> more pageantry, always good. I want best trans actor awards. Right. I want these things now. <laughs> Instead of a statue, though, I want a sash and a crown and a scepter. I also want a sash and a <laughs> right. crown and a scepter. Um, possibly a whole, like... Uh, knight's outfit, even if that's oh. a possibility. <laughs> yeah, like a, a sword. A sword. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 silly little statuettes. Just give yeah, me yeah. a big Helen sword. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just, I don't know. I think it's something that we should really be keeping in mind when we're looking at, um, firstly, the way that the industry self critiques, the entertainment industry self critiques, because it can't be trusted. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. It cannot be trusted. Speaking of industries that can't be trusted, uh, I'm really excited to talk about video games with you. Yes, actually, we will talk about some video games. We'll talk about some trans representation in video games when we come back from some music. I'm Lord Severus, and you're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Uh, you're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns. My name is Sev. I use he and they pronouns. Sev and Ez. So great. I like that. It's like nice one-syllable names. I'm happy. <laughs> uh, you're listening to Transmission. We're all about talking about trans and gender non-conforming stuff and things and issues and so forth. Um, really articulate there. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about trans representation in some video games. Um, you, if you listen to Transmission... Uh, you know who I am, if you listen to a lot of 4 Z generally. I've also come from Zed Games. I was the uh, lead producer on that show for two years and did lots of gaming stuff and a lot in like, the local community, broadly, all sorts of stuff. But um, when we're talking about trans representation in media, first thing I wanted to talk about was video games. So, um, and Sev, Sev talked a little about Last of Us. Uh, Malcolm texted in saying, damn it, I haven't played The Last of Us. Spoiled the whole game for me, Sev. So sorry, Malcolm. That yeah, literally is the whole plot. Peoples be queer. Yeah, peoples be queer. Plot ruined. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's not. It's not ruined. You should totally consume Please that media. Please play the Last of Us. Yeah, play the game. Watch the series. Play the game first. I recommend. Uh, they link. They link well together. I haven't watched or played the Last of Us. I don't know what kind of gamer I am. But I'm not one who's played that. But so. also, please watch the TV show and then call me if you need someone to talk to after episode three because I sobbed so hard. It was beautiful. Yeah, I heard lots of people have been having like emotional experiences <laughs> with the so series. St- I gotta, I gotta watch it. So stunning. Just like, you know, if 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 San Junipero Black Mirror episode was one of your favorite things that ever happened, like it was for me, please go watch The Last of Us. You've been oh. told. You've been told here by Sev. Um, anyway, sorry, we'll just, we'll just move into some games. Into video games. Uh, we're getting really excited about Last of Us, and I keep forgetting there's other video games. So there's, um, there's this game, uh, Celeste, uh, which was, is, a, is a platformer, a 2D platformer. It's an indie game uh, made by an indie independent company. I'm not going to name the company because the company uses the dead name of the trans 
designer. Um, Maddie is her name. Um, and it's a, it was a platform game. I haven't actually played it. I have watched a lot of the playthroughs. I'm terrible with platform games, which is why I haven't played it. I'm not that coordinated. Um, but basically, the player controls Madeline, a young woman with anxiety and depression who aims to climb Celeste Mountain. During her climb, she encounters several characters, including a personification of her self-doubt, known as Badeline, um, who attempts to stop her from climbing the mountain. Um, Celeste takes place on a fictional version of Celeste Mountain, which features several areas, including an abandoned city and resort, and is seemingly haunted, um, housing many strange occurrences. Madeline, a young woman who serves as the protagonist, spontaneously decides to climb Celeste Mountain to regain self-esteem and stubbornly persists until she reaches the mountain's summit. Upon her arrival at the mountain's base, she meets an elderly woman called Granny, who warns her against climbing the mountain. After ignoring Granny, Madeline, media-obsessed traveler from Seattle, in um, uh, sorry, meets Madeline encounters an abandoned city where she meets Theo, a social media-obsessed traveler from Seattle, in the next area. Madeline experiences a nightmare where she encounters a part of herself in a mirror, a personification of her anxiety and depression, known as Madeline. So yeah, I don't want to talk too much further because I don't want to give away too much about this video game but the music soundtrack is by lena rain um who is an australian artist and a trans composer uh lena rain is freaking amazing and she makes some incredible stuff and i will be playing uh, a track of hers um confronting myself uh pretty soon um if you're listening to the podcast you may hear it in the background um uh, but you won't right now because you're listening live uh, and yeah, so Lena Rain uh, helped compose, uh, composed for this game, and Maddie, um, who is I guess self-named after Madeline, um, is the trans uh, games designer who created Celeste. It is a critically acclaimed video game. It is absolutely beautiful, um, and if you're looking for like really positive representation that talks about being trans um, and uses video games as a medium to express or to elicit that experience of what being trans is like, I, I really heavily recommend Celeste. You can get it on Nintendo Switch. Um, I believe it's also on Xbox, PlayStation, and it's possible it's also on Steam. So you can check that one out. It is a game that is designed... It doesn't really pointedly tell you that this is a trans experience, this um, climbing Celeste Mountain, um, but it is. It is a lot of... Uh, discussing your identity who you are and why you're sad and then looking in a mirror and confronting the reality of your transness and it's done in such a beautiful eloquent way that um it's very emotional um i do yeah there's just a bit of like content and themes with the game too it is heavy but it is it is um it's a timeless classic now i think most trans community like gaming trans communities that i'm in know celeste and know it well so if that's something that you'd like to experience and play you should so yeah. Also, if it's something that you would like to experience and understand, but uh, maybe from an outsider, not being a massive game player perspective, I've had a lot of delight watching people play this on Twitch. Yes. Watching trans gamers play Celeste uh, is maybe one of my favorite genres of, of Twitch viewing um, <laughs> because the community that also surrounds these spaces and these creators, but having somebody react as they game and that that you can passively sit there and experience their reaction as well as experience the game for yourself i wasn't really into watching other people game for quite some time until i realized it was about the 
the content creators I was watching and not necessarily the format. Mm. Once I started watching disabled creators and trans creators and the way they responded to and navigated, you know, themes and storylines and gameplay, it was like, so finally found my genre uh, of viewing other people gaming. And yeah, watching, watching people play Celeste is also really delightful. So if playing it isn't really your speed, but you'd like to see what it's all about, uh, definitely go have a look for it on yeah. Twitch. Twitch also completely free to watch things on Twitch. So if you can't afford the game and you would like to watch, like, yeah, like Seb said, a content creator, explore it and react, um, you should. Um, also because some, t- some of the themes can be a bit heavy and watching like, uh, one of your favorite like streamers or creators, um, experience that with you can actually be quite comforting. So yeah, I had that experience with tell me why I watched some playthroughs of that, which is another great, uh, game with some really amazing trans representation. It's an episodic adventure game. So branching narrative, but, um, it's a bit like, uh, life is strange video games. Um, they're pretty popular. Um, and it's, broken up into three parts and it's based around uh the story of tyler and allison who are twins tyler is a trans man um and he is still set in alaska somewhere cold in north america (laughs) uh and it's really beautiful visually stunning um the music's amazing everything about it is just an excellent game um and it did a really good job of addressing things like um you know he's a trans guy who left this country town transitioned in a bigger city um looks very physically different from when he first was back when he when he first started out in this small town and then he comes back due to um a death in the family um and they had to you know tie everything up um and so he comes back and he runs into people that he knew from a long time ago and how these people in the small community react to him being so different and these things are it's really beautifully navigated. It's done really well. Tyler is a very strong, self-assured young man, and how he addresses and confronts each challenge is really beautiful. But also the uh, heartwarming uh, reactions from Allison, his sister, his twin sister, and how she's there for him and how she is an ally to him is a really wonderful example to allies out of the game as well. So, you know, that's another game that you could also potentially check out. I think it's... I think that's free on Xbox Game Pass. Tell me why. Um, and the soundtrack for that is also exceptional. Um, we're going to say goodbye. Cause it's, it's, it's that time l- already. It's that time already. I know. <laughs> Have an amazing day, everybody. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us at Transmission. I love being here so much. Yeah, I love you being here. It's so great having new voices this year. I'm just... Bleh. Yeah, sorry, I'm just getting giddy. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, my name is Ez. Thank you so much for tuning in to Transmission. We'll be back next week with some more amazing content from our trans community. Um, yeah, and if you'd like to check anything else out that we do, head over to Transmission, um, our Facebook page, Trans Radio with a Z, at Trans Radio with a Z. Um, that's all our stuff there. And you can listen back to all our podcasts if there are other things you like to hear. Also, we're on demand for Triple Z. We rule. Support us. Do that. All those things. Anyway, I'm going to go now. Thank you so much for listening to Transmission. See you next Tuesday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 4ZZZ.